Welcome to the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast, where members of the medical community from different roles, venues, and locations share their unique perspectives on quality healthcare, its future, and how to improve it. Now, from the Your Keynote Speaker Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here is your host, Rob Oliver. Thank you, and I appreciate you being with me today. Uh, My guest today is Kristen Yates. She is a podcaster. She is a life coach. But the reason that I have her on today is because she is also an OBGYN doctor. She is from New Hampshire, a member of the millennial generation, Generation Y. And uh, Kristen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So we'll jump right into it. Tell me a little bit about yourself and your role in healthcare, please. Yeah, I am, as you said, an OBGYN physician. I graduated from residency back in 2016, and I actually am in private practice. I work, I own my practice uh, with three other physicians, and I work in both an office and hospital setting doing a variety, about 50-50, OB and GYN. Okay. Um, And do you mind, like, what drew you to that line of work? Yeah, I think it was really like more of a calling, like it chose me. I, you know, we do a little bit of everything in medical school and OBGYN was the rotation that I felt most at home at. I liked other things, but I just felt like a sense of like, this is where I should be kind of thing. Um, I think clinically, I really like it because it's the only field that you get to do a little bit of everything. Like I get to do a lot of primary care and I get to do surgery and procedures and the cherry on top is of course, delivering babies. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So tell me what does quality healthcare mean to you? I think my definition has certainly changed over the years. I think in residency, you don't really think about that. I, I think when you choose to become a doctor, when you decide you want to do that, you're so focused on just getting through and getting the you know position of an attending attending physician that you don't even really think about what quality health healthcare is, which sounds kind of strange, I think. But unless you're someone who, you know, has been in the medical system as a patient, it's just not really on your mind. And I think once I became an attending physician and was an owner of my practice, I started to realize what actually mattered. And my thought right now, and of course the pandemic has probably shifted a little bit, but I think quality healthcare is healthcare that is whole and looks at a patient as their whole human self, which only part of that I think is physical. I think a lot, there's also social, emotional, environmental factors, spiritual factors. And I think that in healthcare, to be really quality and provide the best outcomes for patients, it's going to include that holistic view. Okay. So can you give me an example of what quality healthcare looks like? I think at, it depends on the specialty. I think in my in my view, when I am providing quality healthcare in my office, in a patient who is having an annual exam, it looks like 
asking questions not only about their physical symptoms, you know, are they having pain with intercourse? What are their periods like? I mean, from a GYN perspective, this is what I'm asking, but it also looks like, who are you spending your time with? Do you feel safe at home? What do you do for fun? Where, how do you relieve stress in your life? And when do you make time for you? So I think it's really paying attention and recognizing that there are physical symptoms that tell us about how a patient is healthy. And there also are other things that might be more nuanced that would talk about, would describe if a patient is healthy, you know, throughout their life and and on all aspects of their life. I think we can't say, we can't define quality health care with listening as the number one thing. Um, I think with time constraints in medicine now, that's become something that we've lost a little bit is just being someone who's listening without judgment to a patient and listening to their fears and concerns. So that is my number one role and my belief when I'm providing care. So it's a it's about listening and hearing what they what they have to say. So let me just ask this then: Are you? Some of the questions that you're asking are very general. They are not specific to your area of practice. Um, and is that that's kind of the holistic approach that you're taking, where you're looking at the individual as a whole and not just at the, for lack of a you know a better term, the body parts that you are you know, that you specialize in. So is that, is that part of the nature of your training? Is that part of the nature of your practice? Or is that a practice that you would say could be generalized for anyone who is working in the medical field? Well, I think it probably has some foundation in my training. Um, That's one of the reasons why I was drawn to osteopathic medicine was there was, there is that foundation of everything in the, everything is kind of connected. So I certainly think there's a foundation there from that, but the other, the, the more spiritual and psychological aspect, I think has come from experience with patients and experience as a human being and as a woman in the, you know, who's had health care, who has had medical care. Um, but I think certainly it can be extrapolated and used by anyone in any field. Good. Uh, what do you wish people understood about your role in healthcare? I wish that my answer might not an, might not answer your question directly, but what I wish people knew about people in healthcare and in general is that we are human beings too, mm-hmm. and I think for a long time physicians have tried to separate themselves and, and almost come across as, you know, not having other human characteristics like empathy and emotions and, or personalities. Sometimes, you know, it's been this very, this wall of I'm over here, I'm telling you what to do and you're over there. You're supposed to just do what I say. And I think that, what it's what I think real healthcare, what it is, is that physicians or providers should be a guide for their patient, should be someone who can who can educate them and but then ultimately allow people to make their own decisions. And I think in in many ways, when we can break down the barrier and put ourselves on the same 
playing field as patients and allow and and for patients to accept that i think that's what i would like to see more of in in healthcare okay let me just see if i can connect two things that you've said in some ways what you're talking about is the the healthcare system seeing the patient as a whole and that for medical professionals to for lack of a again for lack of a better term to be themselves as a whole to to understand that there it isn't just the expertise and the advice that you're giving your uh, patients but it what you bring to the practice is the entirety of who you are is that a proper understanding yeah, yeah i love that you put it like that i think that's exactly right okay um good well Finally, for once in my life, I think I've properly understood what a woman had to say. Um, I've been married for 26 years, and I was starting to wonder if I actually had lost that ability. But I appreciate you. It doesn't seem so. All right, good. Uh, So tell me, what excites you about the future of healthcare? I think that I have to kind of take a bird's eye view outside of this pandemic to, to go here, of course. I think what excites me is that there are many physicians who are lowering that barrier and many other providers, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, who are allowing their humanity or their human to shine through and are coming off of this imaginary pedestal that physicians have been on for whatever reason and really trying to see patients for who they are and where they're at. And I think that it's, there are many, there are many providers now who are turning back to the basics of, you know, functional medicine, integrative medicine, you know, what food are you putting in your body? How are you relieving stress? And using that in order to help patients to be at their healthiest. So I think actually that excites me the most is kind of going back to the basics of how are you feeling your body? How are you relieving stress? Are you happy? Are you, are you, do you have good social support instead of, you know, having visits with dose changes and, what medications and, and this and that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is, I may be going back because you said I understood it properly, but, but what I think happens is um, physicians in the past have been on that pedestal where they're, I'm up here and I am passing my wisdom and knowledge along to you, the patient who is down here. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been a very, uh, what you're talking about is kind of a shift in that power dynamic where the physician no longer has to have that air of superiority or that air of non-humanity or, you know, to be afraid of their human side, because mm-hmm. now that it's become more of a partnership in yeah. healthcare in which the patient is viewed as bringing a valuable perspective and having valuable input in the, the interaction as well as the doctor. And so, the patient can be themselves and you're viewing them as a whole. The uh, practitioner can be themselves and it's two humans working together to come to a mutually agreeable plan of care that, that 
satisfies the needs of both of them. How does that sound to you? Yes, that sounds great. That sounds uh, perfect. Okay, what well, <laughs> I, you know, I do a bunch of speaking and I talk about quality healthcare um, from a patient's perspective, specifically mm -hmm. for medical professionals. And I think that, that what you're talking about there is exactly it, that it's got to become a partnership and the, the patient needs mm -hmm. to be an integrated and essential part of the, of the healthcare team. So, okay. Um, what is one thing medical professionals can start doing today to improve the quality of healthcare? Listen more. Okay. Tell me more because <laughs> I'm listening. I think that it's easy for us to have an agenda and to cross boxes off. And because there's a lot going on, there's, you know, sometimes we only have 10 or 15 minutes with a patient. We have in, you know, messages in our in basket, we have labs to review. So I think it's easy for us to get caught up in that instead of seeing a human being in front of us. And I think that when we're able to go in with the message or with the thought within ourselves as I'm here to serve this patient. And if I just let them tell me why they're here and what I can do for them, then they'll probably, I'll probably be able to help them more. So that's kind of my mantra for myself as I'm, I'm, I ask myself, how can I best be of service to this patient today? And almost always it's by opening up and asking, how can I help them or what brought them in? And then just listening and not trying to assume that I know what's going on or why they're here. And instead being really curious about what their underlying fears are that maybe they don't want to tell me in the first two minutes and that mm -hmm. they're going to want to, you know, make sure that they can trust me and that I'm really there to not judge them in order to give me that, give me their fears and, and tell me what they, what's really bothering them. Okay. Uh, so I will just make a confession here. And that is sometimes when I'm in a conversation, I am, I'm listening, but I'm listening with the idea of, okay, what am I going to say next? Or what's my next contribution going to be? And it sounds to me like you're saying sometimes physicians are listening, but they're listening in a way to say, okay, what, like, where can I jump in and solve this? Like, what's the problem that I can solve for them? And like, and like, how long do I have to listen before I hear them say, hey, this is what the problem is. And then I can fix that and I can get them on their way because I'm under those time constraints. Is that, is that what I'm hearing you say? Yeah. I think a lot of times that's part of it. And we've, we all do this. I think that's just the, you know, the busyness of life gets in the way, but instead I think that there's, that brings a barrier, right? Because then if we're trying to, if we're in our head, having this conversation about what the patient, like, what do we think they mean and how can I solve it? then we're missing all the, the subtleties of what's their body language like? Does, do they look uncomfortable? Um, do they want to tell me more, but maybe they're hesitant? Those things are subtle. And if you're not paying attention, fully engaged in the moment, then you're just not going to get that. And you're not going to be able to help them to the best of your ability. Yeah. It, it's so interesting. I'm, I'm thinking through this and I'm, you know, you're, if you're just, going to listen long enough to hear them say what is their presenting issue today you miss out on all of the the backside of that and you end up you brought up the concept of functional medicine and uh 
you you're treating the symptoms and you're not necessarily treating the problem. There may be other contributing factors. And if you mm -hmm. address those other contributing factors, it may eliminate the symptoms altogether. Am I, am I speaking in, in sense or is that, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're exactly right. And I can offer an example. I see a lot of patients with pelvic pain and many times, many, many times, this is a woman who has seen other physicians who has, or who has had this symptoms for years and has been too scared to see someone about it. And what they tell me more often than not is that everyone's told me I'm making it up. No one listens to me. They told me they just tried. They think I'm looking for narcotics or they just gave me narcotics or no one has helped me. And there's this, and it's not to say that there are other, that physicians don't care. I don't think that's the case at all. I think that they were probably trying to help, but the perspective of the patient is that they weren't being heard. Hmm. And I think so much of that is because of that inclination of let's try to solve the problem as quickly as we can, instead of being really curious about what are they telling me underneath that? Yeah, listening to the the subtext of what's what mm -hmm. of sometimes what's not necessarily being said, or allowing them to get to the point where they feel comfortable saying yeah. what um, they they may have been afraid to say earlier. I, listen, I, Kristen, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. I will happily put the links for your podcast and everything down in the show notes, so that if people want to check you out, they can do that. Thank you for being here and sharing your perspective on healthcare. Thanks for listening to Perspectives on Healthcare. Visit PerspectivesOnHealthcare.com to learn more about Rob Oliver or to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If this podcast was valuable, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes. Or if you tell a friend or coworker about the show, that would be helpful too. Join us again next time for more Perspectives on Healthcare.